Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Not a Housing Bubble. Alas, the bubble callers are out and about, this time calling a new bubble in housing. I'll spare you my usual lecture on denominator blindness and point out this is not what it appears to be. Start with last week's Wall Street Journal article noting, today there are more real estate agents than homes for sale in the U.S. Well, yeah, but how did we reach that point? There are several ways. One is lots of people go into real estate as a side hustle. It's super easy to become an agent in most states. Some don't even have agent tests. Or there could be very few homes for sale. In the U.S. today, both circumstances seem to be taking place. Look at the handiwork of Len Kiefer, the deputy chief economist at Freddie Mac. I previously interviewed him for a master's in business. His chart shows that there are record lows in inventory for sale. So it's not that everybody is rushing into real estate because there's so much money to be made, and that's why this ratio is what it appears. It's that both circumstances have been taking place. Lots of people have been laid off. Some folks are looking for a second gig. Real estate agent seems like an easy way to make money. And no homes are for sale. As we learned in Economics 101, too little supply at constant demand will naturally send prices higher. That's only one side of the equation. We've also seen demand for suburban homes rise over the past year. During the pandemic, lots of people were stuck in small apartments, paying high urban rents, but enjoying none of the usual urban amenities that attracted them to a city in the first place. So what happened after? Anyone who could afford to head to the burbs during the pandemic lockdown did so. For the space, for a less contagious environment, for the ability to both work and school from home, and generally to not want to murder other members of your family because you're all living right on top of each other. In a normal market, it doesn't take much of a shift to create an imbalance. Housing here is both too little supply and too much demand. And these both look like temporary issues, not the sort of long-lasting conditions that lead to market bubbles. Another factor? Getting approved for a mortgage is much harder today, probably too hard, compared to how it was in the past. Look at housing over the 2001 to 2007 period. That was a very different environment than today. The supply-demand balance had shifted dramatically once banks and financiers radically changed what you needed to qualify for a mortgage. That created 5 million new buyers coming into the marketplace, and that's what sent home sales and prices spiking upwards. Hey, guess what happens when you remove mortgage requirements like FICO scores, job history, even income? you get a housing bubble, or at least a mortgage bubble. My colleague Ben Carlson does a nice job explaining why prices out of context can be so misleading. The price of a home, well, that's just one part of the equation. There's a 15 to 30 year payoff because mortgages are how people finance homes. They put 20% down and then they service that mortgage over that time period. So it's your servicing costs, the mortgage, that matters much more than the home price alone. Here's Ben. Quote, mortgage rates were more than 10% in 1989. 
So while prices were far lower in the past, borrowing rates were much higher. Take the median sales price and apply the prevailing 30-year fixed mortgage rate after you account for a 20% down payment. That shows a very different story when it comes to monthly payments. In fact, we're nowhere near the peak of 05-06-07 today. We're far below that, and it's almost 15 years later. Ben also adds, we're about to see a wave of millennials buying, and that means demographics is going to be a huge force in driving the next five to seven years at least. In other words, what Ben is referring to, future housing demand is structural, not speculative. And that means it's much less likely to be a bubble. Hey, listen, if you've been reading me long enough, you may recall that I saw that one coming way in advance, and I yelled long and loud about it. There's nothing here remotely that looks like the lead up to 0809. Add up all of these factors, and really, this just doesn't look like a housing bubble to me. There are numerous factors that go into real estate prices, but you always have to be cautious about anything involving ratios. If you don't look at both the denominator and numerator of the ratios, if you don't look at the context, you get a very skewed viewing. I won't say it's impossible for the current housing situation to eventually morph into a full-blown bubble, but at least so far, it looks nothing like the housing bubbles of the past. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.